Hey everyone, it's Megan with Sawgrass and you're listening to Ink Differently. I'm joined today by Danesh Kasamali from Silky Socks. Danesh, thank you so much for joining me. What up? How's it going everybody? Glad to be on. <laughs> oh my goodness. So let's talk about your site because you offer some pretty unique products on Silky Socks. But before we kind of get to everything that you offer, I want to talk about you and your start in the sublimation world. So how exactly was Silky Socks created? Okay, you know, everyone loves talking about themselves. Uh, so I'd be <laughs> happy to share that story. But first of all, thank you so much to Sawgrass and to you, Megan, and to Vic and everyone for having us on. It's, uh, it's an honor and uh, it's, it's exciting. So the story. Uh, so yeah, a little bit about me. I, Danish Kasmali, born and raised in California. Uh, come from a family of entrepreneurs. My my dad came to America from Pakistan in 1972 or something. Okay. By in, in 1990, he launched a packaging business. So oh. I'll get into how yeah. So I'll get into how that led me to Silky Socks. His dad in Pakistan was uh, opened up a pharmacy that's now one of the most successful pharmacies in Karachi. It's called Kosar Medico. So. Okay kind of like it's in the bloodstream a little it bit. Sounds like, like it. <laughs> yeah, listening to these guys launch these businesses from scratch, um, mm -hmm. checking out, you know, the stores and the operations. So in I graduated from college in 2009. And originally, I wanted to study, uh, I wanted to work in finance, the sector, like I studied international business finance. But you know, the economy was pretty dried up uh, for that sector in 2009. Right. So yeah, so naturally I went into working for my dad's company as a salesman for him in packaging. Hmm. So he his company is called A&R Box and Packaging. He supplies other businesses with boxes and all kinds of packaging supplies for their warehouse. So a ton of his customers are actually silkscreen printers and t-shirt makers. So I was serving those customers, delivering their orders, talking to them, in their warehouse about what they need and kind of got acquainted in the industry that way. And I'd watch the silk screen presses go and I was like, wow, this is so cool. And then at the same time, after work, I was volunteering for a nonprofit organization where I would just go to their meetings and kind of help out generally whatever they needed. And one day they, they said, Hey, we need someone to make a thousand t-shirts. Can anyone oh. do this project? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Oh, Oh, I got this. I think I could handle this. <laughs> And I, I told them that, you know, my, I told them my situation, how I have connections in the industry. And I was like, let me, let me take this project. And they were like, go for it. They, they gave me full faith. So from the blank shirts to the design, the mock-up, the screen printing and the finishing, I handled all of that. Oh, so you did everything, even the designing. Well, I didn't, I'm not a graphic designer myself. So I, I, I worked with a designer to do it. Oh, okay. Nice. So I led the project told the designer how I wanted it. We went through a few revisions, you know, and then I got the final mock-up that I liked, brought it to the group. They were like, wow, we love it. And they, I think they might've suggested a change or two, went back and forth, but overall they approved it. Then I approved it for production through the, the screen print shop, a uh, thousand shirts. I even like, you know, made sure the blank quality was nice and soft and just the way I liked, right? So, <laughs> and I, I didn't make a dime on that project. I did it. Wow. The, they did, I did all voluntary, but I delivered the shirts to the organization 
And immediately that same week, people were like, hey, Donish, can you make shirts for my construction business? Can you make shirts for my restaurant? And I got a few orders. And then I was like, yeah, yeah, I could do those. <laughs> and then I did the same thing. I was like a dealer. I was a middleman. Then um, I launched, that was the birth of silkscreenapparel.com, okay. my first company, my first company. Oh, so this is so, not your first rodeo. Yeah, I'll get into how Silk Screen Apparel led to Silky Socks. Nice. So that was 2009. I, I launched a website. Um, and I basically, by the end of that year, I was full-time in silkscreen apparel as a t-shirt dealer, screen print apparel dealer. So I, I didn't have any of the equipment in-house, but I would, I would do the mock-ups and I would deliver to customers. Um, I wouldn't even stock blanks. I'd buy the blanks get them printed, sell them as orders came in. Mm -hmm. but, it, but it was really cool because I was doing that. Uh, it became a pretty good business um, in 2000, up until over for the next few years for me. Now, what happened was around 2012, 13, I started to kind of like get tired of just be, being like a dealer middleman. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was thinking, what else could I do? Can I launch a brand? I want something like a website that's direct to consumer. I want to do something unique, different. Uh, and I would attend all the trade shows, like the ISS show, and I'd, I'd learn a lot about the industry. So I had a few options. Like I, I remember doing this. Uh, you'll find this interesting. I call it the, the dot test. So I was uh, thinking, should I get into, should I buy screen print equipment and get into that? Or should I launch sublimation instead? Uh, yeah, so I went on Google Maps and I just typed in uh, screen printing Anaheim. Uh, uh -huh. That's where that's where our, our our location is. So just and there was like a thousand dots of screen printers all over the map, right? Oh, and okay. Then I, <clears throat> I typed in sublimation Anaheim, and in all of LA at that time, I don't know if they weren't showing up on search or there was just so few people doing it. Uh, it was so new. Yeah, there was like two dots in all of like Orange County, oh, wow. LA. Yeah, that showed up. So that was a big like, aha, like this is unique. This is different. And that was a big turning point because I was like, you know, I want to take a risk. I want to do something different. Uh, and then at the same time, I had uh, a client that I was providing all kinds of merch for. Uh, I was providing them not only their t-shirts, but their socks, their hoodies, their backpacks, their, uh, their hats. And I was, I would go to, I would go overseas to the factories in China, work with them, get those made and deliver it to them. Um, and then they had the socks was always just like a hot product. And mm -hmm. I was like, wow, wow. Socks are so, they're so cool. Uh, and then at the same time, I saw the Nike elite socks selling for about 35 to $40 a pair with printing on them. So mm -hmm. I was like, Hmm, what if we sublimate on socks and test that out? Let's, let's test this out. So I grabbed one of those samples and I called a local sublimation uh, print supplier in LA called Jantex Inks. This is before I owned any equipment, by the way. I didn't own okay. the printer yet. Okay. I took this. I took the socks to their shop and um, we test printed it, and it just came out so beautiful, like just <laughs> pop, like yeah, like Megan. It was just like, oh my god, <laughs> I have to do this. That was that That's was awesome. the thought. That was the thought. So. That birthed the idea of getting into sublimation, mm -hmm. launching socks as my first product, and then the name Silky Socks 
came because I was thinking of a company name and I said, hmm, what if I can use the name Silk from my previous company and do a spin-off of that? So I was like, Silk Screen Apparel, hmm, Silk, Silky Socks. And uh-huh. then I, I went on GoDaddy.com, the name was available, bought it, and then I started, <laughs> started telling people, hey, what do you think of the name of Silky Socks? And everybody was like, I love it, I love it. Well, it just feels, so, it just sounds comfortable. <laughs> yeah, so that was... uh that was the launch and then from there from there uh we've grown a lot that is quite an interesting story and it's interesting because you you took a lot of risks in in all of this it sounds like it sounds like everything you started off you kind of started from the bottom up so what is it like just jumping off and taking a risk like that it's it's first of all it's very important uh, and freeing. I think if you don't take the risk, you feel, you feel a burden on you. And time and time again, when I take the risk, it's fearful at first, but you realize like you, you lift that burden off your shoulders. And if you, if you didn't take that risk, you'd be, you just have more weight on you because you're not following your gut and your passion and your dreams. Um, I'll give you an example. So when I got into, when I launched my own sock product, uh, the one of my, my, my previous clients was really upset. Like, hey, you serve socks for us. You can't do your own blank socks. You can't oh, do that. Okay. Yeah, they were like, no, no, you serve, you make our socks. You can't do your own line of socks. And uh, it was a really, it was a gut check moment for me because this was my biggest customer in a pretty small business. Uh, Silkscreen Apparel at the time was probably doing 300 grand in revenue, um, which, uh, you know, it was okay for me as a small business owner, but yeah. 100, about 100,000 of that was this one client. Wow. So then they said, hey, don't like, we're going to, we're stop, we're not going to do business with you anymore if you do this. And it was a scary moment because I had to be willing to part ways with uh, this this one third of my business to do my pursue silky socks and pursue my dream and my vision. Uh, but again, it was uh, the type of moment that if I didn't do it, I would have had that burden on my shoulders forever. And I I, I told myself I'll get squat if if I let this them squash me now, I'll be they'll squash me forever. Is what mm. I told myself. So by wow. I, yeah, by taking that risk, I gave up that that business, but I, I a seed was planted and I followed what my gut and what I really wanted to do. Um, and then look at us now, you know? Yeah, speaking of you guys now, you have quite an extensive presence on social media. So can you talk about, you know, what you do on social and how that helps to drive your business? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, t- I, I break down marketing in two different segments. Marketing has this organic aspect to it. I call it organic marketing, where it's camera to face, or you take photos uh, behind the scenes, or you know your products, and you, the owner or a marketing person in the company that's within the organization, is posting, right? Mm-hmm. Storytelling, organic uh, communication with the customer through the Facebook group. You're interacting, so you know. YouTube, you set a tripod up and you're talking and you're, t- you're showing your product demo, you're smiling, you're giving a little bit of your personality. I call that organic marketing and I focus pretty much all my energy there. 
Sure. So the other kind is ads advertising, right? Where you, you do an ad and you spend you spend uh, money to boost it on Facebook or or Instagram or what have you. So I do very little of that. In fact, uh, in 2019, we stopped advertising completely and I just went heavy organic. Uh, wow. And uh, it was a game changer because it grew my business tremendously because now I was, I was the face of the brand. I, I said, you know what? There's no one better to tell the world about Silky Socks except Danish Kasamali, the creator of Silky Socks. Yeah. Can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah. So I, I set up uh, a tripod to shoot uh, in front of a heat press and I made a how to, the best way to fully sublimate socks video. Mm -hmm. And it was just me teaching about Silky Socks' product and how we print it and uh, just open knowledge, right? And that video is our top video to date. It has like 400,000 views. Wow. Uh, yeah. Then I followed it up with another one and another one and another one. Every, every two weeks that year, I did a new YouTube video. Uh, then we launched our Facebook group that September in 2019. Shout out to the Sublimation with Silky Socks Facebook group. Love you guys. Uh, they're now twenty thousand members, and awesome. you'll you'll see if you if you if you're jumping that group that I'm in there, engaging, commenting, showing as much as uh, I can or 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 wish to of the warehouse and even my life and as the creator of the brand. Uh, and it's it's been super valuable because it creates a relationship with your customer. Whereas mm -hmm. if you don't do that and you just try to sell product, 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 you know, and you talk about the benefits of your product, uh, that only goes so far. Like, yes, that's important. But if you can find a way to do both, you're going to create something pretty special. And I think that's what we've done. And I like how you shout out your community on Facebook, because community is something we tend to talk about a lot on this podcast, because I can't tell you of one person who hasn't said that social media and the the community you build on social media has helped them propel their career forward. So can you talk a little bit about your group and the people in it and, you know, how it's helped you to build your presence in the social media atmosphere? Absolutely. So it's been, it's been nothing short of everything for Silky Socks in the last couple of years in terms of our growth, our development as a business, as a product line. So before the group launched, I, we had uh, socks and arm sleeves and maybe leg sleeves. We, had, we were pretty, pretty basic in terms of our offering. Once the group launched, people wanted more stuff. You know, I, I, had, a, I had this target audience that was hungry for sublimation apparel blanks from Silky Socks because they fell in love with our socks. And they, they could speak to the quality. So then I was like, hmm, let's see what else we can do, right? What, what more can we do? We added a few different kinds of headbands. Then last March in 2020, uh, COVID, COVID hit and there was a little slowdown in the socks. And I remember posting something uh, saying, hey guys, would you guys be interested in a face mask from Silky Socks? And oh my God, everybody was like, yes, 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 yes three, 400 comments, uh, at least. And then that was the, that was the push to, to launch those masks. And those masks sold out, like we got them in like April to May. So we were pretty early to get masks mm -hmm. uh, and we developed our own style and those sold out 
every time we'd get them like eight, wow. nine, ten, ten shipments in a row. And uh, yeah, we sold over a million face masks in 2020. That's incredible. Yeah, it was pretty insane. Uh, and then that pushed me to the next thing because then I was like, hmm, okay, what else can I do? And I and I started. Uh, there was a product I looked into a couple years ago, boxers, men's boxers, and mm-hmm. I thought. Hmm, no, there's no way we can do this because there's going to be a lot of wrinkles around the crotch area and it's not going to look good. It's not going to feel good. So I had a bunch of reasons why I can't do this. But after the sure. mass, after the mass launched and business was growing and I got the confidence I needed to realize, hmm, don't think why well, you can't think, how can I? I like that. Big yeah. fan of that. <laughs> so that pushed me to finish developing them, get them right, and launch those. Then same thing went on for the ladies' underwear. There's so many girls in our group, amazing women, sublimation printers, big community of of them. Shout out to all of the ladies in our group. (laughs) They bring so much energy. I think we're, I don't know the exact number, but it feels like it's like 60 to 70% women in our group. I would believe it. Yeah. So they were like, hey, we need some ladies stuff. So again, Donish Silky Sock stepping out of his comfort zone thinking, hmm, how can I do this? Launched uh, launched ladies thongs, ladies bikini underwear, ladies boy shorts, ladies sports bras. Uh, and it's just a blast. They're, they're posting pictures of themselves and it's so funny. And I, I hire, sometimes I'll send some to different models and ha- show their, them wearing those things and stuff like that. That's smart. And, yeah, so it's a it's a fun uh, fun atmosphere in there. But to to your to answer your question, it's been motivation, it's been inspiration for me, pushing me to for more ideas, getting me out of my comfort zone, and then uh, just a community ready to receive the products that we were able to offer them. And I want to talk more about these unique products because I mean you do have very unique products. You're your website it seems as if you dress you have the ability to dress people in sublimation apparel from head to toe so i want to know what do you consider probably your most unique item and have you ever had one that was like no we can't we can't put that out there (laughs) that's a good question uh so uniqueness probably oh that's a good question the socks is still like something that's like touches my heart uh, and it's still one of okay. our best sellers. And I, I still find it unique because it's like a printed sock. Oh, it's still a novelty uh, in the grand scheme of things, you know? So, um, but we just recently tried out gloves. Oh, and, that's uh, different. Yeah. And then I tried the sample of that and it had so many like dead spots and it just, didn't feel that great. And then I literally was looking at this thing and I was like, scrap it. We're not doing that. That's too, (laughs) Uh, that was one of those that I was like, I can't, I I don't want to do this. This is whack. And I just scrapped it from the idea board. Uh, But still on the idea board is uh, swimming shorts, uh, leggings for ladies that can be sublimated and t-shirts. We want to come out with our own line of uh, soft, comfortable, thick, uh, non-see-through silky socks t-shirts uh, that the customers will enjoy wearing. So how does it work for you guys? You draw up these items or you're working with a supplier in China who potentially already has these? How does the behind the scenes work? 
Yeah, so I, I, I travel there and work with my, my factory partners there. Uh, before COVID, it was like usually at least once a year. Okay. Uh, now, because of I haven't been back since 2019, uh, but we just stay in touch through, through uh, you know, internet communication. And so I come up with the ideas. I, I, I sketch them out or give instructions through a video. Uh, and then I, I usually have some samples that I have them kind of follow. Um, and then I, I give them as much instruction as I can, send it off to them, let them engineer it for me based on my specifications and then send me back the samples uh, for checking. The samples come back to me, unique item created just for silky socks by, by our factory partners as per our specs. Uh, and then we look at it, we test it, we wear it, we, we try it on. And if it passes my wearability and printability quality checking, then it's ready. Uh, if it fails either wearability or printability, then we reject it and we just do try again, try again. So, uh, yeah, it's a pretty fun process. Uh, one of the unique features I'll give you for the boxers, um, it's got a, so it's a fully uh, spandex and polyester blend on the exterior. Mm -hmm. Then on the, then on the interior, there's a, a cotton layer fabric, uh, right at the crotch area. It's a cotton. Mm -hmm. In inner crotch and it's the same thing for ladies underwear so okay. it was like it was like for men's and ladies underwear we wanted to give them that extra unique little touch feature sure that that because because we're able to build the product how we want we, we can get creative with it and make sure that it uh blesses everybody's feet bless we, we also have a slogan bless your booty uh bless, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bless your face for face masks mm -hmm. and then uh and then it became uh, bless your body. So we throw like out that. those slogans. Yeah, it's fun. So yeah, that's yes. kind of the process of the development side. That's very interesting. And as a business owner, for you, it has to be great to be able to have, sounds like 100% control over the type of products that you put out. Yeah, you can say that. You can say that it's, uh, if, if it doesn't fit our vision, we don't put it out. And right now our vision is apparel items that can be sublimated. So you are basically a small business that creates items to help support other small businesses. So talk about how that is for you as a business owner. I mean, that, that has to be next level uh, entrepreneurship in a way. Oh yeah, it's very rewarding. It's 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 everything I thought it was going to be and beyond, uh, or beyond everything I thought it was going to be. Let's say that because at first when Silky Socks launched from in 2013, we were very enthusiastic about printing the socks and being the sublimation printer to the end user, right? And that was kind of our heavy focus from 2013 to 18. Uh, and I always thought that was going to be more rewarding because, because it's like you're creating that direct-to-consumer brand, right? Sure. But but around 2018 or so, and definitely in, in early 2019, we did a hard pivot where we said, you know what? Our unique value point is these amazing blanks we're developing for the sublimation printer to print and then resell it to their customer. And 
the only thing I did up until 2019 was, uh, or 2018 and 19 was one trade show a year where we'd showcase our blanks to the community. And that was the ISS show of Long Beach. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's literally the only marketing piece I did. Besides that, I'd spend all my energy on Instagram and YouTube and email blasts just promoting the printed end product. You know, okay. and I and I realize I'm wasting some 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 value here. I'm wasting the opportunity here to maximize this company and this potential by not focusing on the sublimation printer. I always thought it was like a side thing, like okay, yes, we do blanks also. Then I I flipped it and did a hard pivot where sub, Silky Socks supplies sublimation blanks to our printers. And we're going to hook you up with the videos, the tutorials, the support, the templates, the energy, whatever we can do to, to motivate you and supply you and help you with your business. Oh, and by the way, by the way, if you wanted to customize some socks on our website where we print them, we have that too. I hear a lot of we, wait, we, so it sounds like you must have a great team behind you. So at what point did you decide, I can't do this by myself anymore. I need to bring on other people to make this as large as it needs to be. Yeah, so uh, I, I guess I say we as in um, the company. Now I'm mm -hmm. I'm the sole, it's me and my wife own the business. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and so she's at home with the baby right now. Um, with the kiddo. So congratulations. It's uh, thank you. So it's me and uh, our team of employees who are amazing. Uh, but they handle most of the admin side, the admin, the order processing and the shipping and the fulfillment. So right. I've, I've, I've allowed our team to kind of uh, take over that area because they're better than me at it. Mm -hmm. uh, I I'm the one in charge of the new product development and the products will bring on and the marketing and the storytelling for them. So that's gotcha. kind of what I said. You know, I used to get frustrated about that. Like, dang, I need more help. I need more help. But I realized, Hey, start where you are and build where build with what you got. And this is what you got. Be grateful for what you, where you're this opportunity and just, just do it, put it out there, put it out there. And, and now instead of getting front, you know, like I, I do the best I can with the resources I have and we continue to build and build and build. So it's been pretty awesome uh, and pretty, pretty rewarding. But yeah, to answer your question, without the team helping, helping us, we would definitely not be where we wanna be, but the team mainly handles the order fulfillment side of things. Gotcha. And you know, you've talked about team and family. So I, I absolutely need to know, does your dad and his company do your packaging? Yeah, they, they definitely, yes. they supply us with uh, all the boxes we need, all the tape we need, all the craft paper we need. So uh, we just shoot them an email and it's delivered uh, the next day. All the packaging supplies we need, it's pretty cool. That is so cool. I was gonna say, if he's not, that is a missed opportunity. So that's awesome no, that you're able to kind of blend your businesses together. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And he's always supplied us, even when, uh, even when we, we're late on paying him and we'd be like, dude, we'll oh. pay you later. We'll pay you two, three months later. Uh, and actually I, I used to rent my, my warehouse was a part of just a little segment of his warehouse. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. So he's looked out for us a lot. Um, never, never stifled me for my rent, gave me discounted rent. 
until I was finally ready to move out and get our own place and stand our own on our own two silky feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's just like being a son in real life. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, definitely. So you've definitely done a lot with your business. So I want to know what advice would you give to other people who are looking to start their own sublimation business, whether it's end product direct to consumer or kind of being a distributor like you are, what, what advice do you have? Yeah, my advice would be start with where you are today. Like don't focus on what you don't have focus on what you do have and give it all you got and post on social media, do that, focus on that organic marketing because that's really going to create a lot of exposure or, or real relationships for your business. Don't get caught up in worrying about like too much ads and money and partners and this and that, like do you put it out there and you never know how, how big it can be. Uh, and the second point is you're not alone. Like it seems like, we're alone sometimes as small business owners, but the moment I was able to tap into freelancers, uh, I've, I've now have freelancers from around the world um, that helped me with Silky Socks and they, they've stayed with our, in our network. So I can talk a little bit about that. But, the, and then the moment I, I said, you know what, I can, anytime I need help in terms of employees, I can put an ad out there and bring in someone, even if it's part-time, if it's full-time, I can, there's help out there. And then the last area of help is community through Facebook and stuff. Anytime you want to ask for help, you can ask for it. So when you feel like you have to do all the work yourself and there's nobody to help you, then you, you're just sort of feeling uh, very down on your, on your business. And those feelings will, will reflect in your output. So you want to feel the abundance and realize that, wow, there's so many people out there in the form of freelancers, employees, and community that are willing to help me. I just have to tap into it and, and seek it. And then ultimately I have to be the one that executes my vision, but I can, I can ask them for help. I can, uh, you know, hire them and stuff like that. Great advice. So I want to give people an opportunity to, you know, find you online in case they're not already following you. So can you let us know your website and where to find you on social media? Absolutely. So you can find Silky Socks on silkysocks.com. There you'll see the blanks there and you can set up a wholesale account there as well. Uh, if you want to reach our team, you can email info at silkysocks.com. And the best way to connect with me is join our Facebook group, Sublimation with Silky Socks. Or you can follow me on Instagram as well, at Danish Kasamali. And if you want tutorials, hit up our YouTube channel, Silky Socks. Thank you so much, Danesh. Thank you for joining us. If you or someone that you know would like to be featured on the podcast, please send us an email to marketing at sawgrassinc.com. That's marketing at sawgrassinc.com. Thanks everyone for joining us and we'll see you next time. Bye.